Hi, this is Helen and Terry Norbo from Sweden. Welcome to our podcast, Reformation Scandinavia. We pray that this message will inspire you to a deeper intimacy with Jesus. Remember, you can reform and change your life for the eternity today. Enjoy this message. My God, my God, why have you not forsaken me? That is the title of our episode today. Our names are Helen and Terry. If you want to read more about us, you can go to reformationscandinavia.se. This is our episode number 25, and we are so excited. We have done a journey with these episodes, and I hope that you really enjoy them. You can share it, you can read it, and share it with your friends. Tell them about Reformation Scandinavia. As I said, today's title is My God, My God, Why Have You Not Forsaken Me? And the main Bible verse is Matthew 27, 45 to 46. It's about when Jesus dies on the cross. Now, from the sixth hour until the ninth hour, these were the darkness all over the land. And about the ninth hour, Jesus cried out with a loud voice saying, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? But the title of this episode is My God, my God, why have you not forsaken me? And we can, we are all sinners. We can think that we have done so many things wrong. We have turned our backs to God. We have failed him time and time again. We have failed him in our calling, in our ministry. We have maybe we have lied, we've cheated, we've done things and we can just stand in awe and wonder why God have you not forsaken me yet I'm not worthy of being your child I'm not worthy being your your son or or your daughter and since we're all sinners why Jesus have you not forsaken me well we can read in Romans 3 22 and 23 for there's no difference for we've all sinned and fall short of the glory of God and also in Romans 3, 10 to 11, and also in verse 18, as it is written, there is none righteous, not one. There is none who understands. There is no fear of God before their eyes. So now we will look into five reasons why the Lord have not forsaken us. Number one is because he cannot get his eyes of us. Let's jump into Psalms 139 and verse 16. Your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed, and in your book they all were written, the days fashioned for me, when as yet there were none of them. So the reason number one why God has not forsaken us is simply because he cannot get his eyes off you and me. I remember when our first daughter Amanda was born. I was tired. It was, you know, in the middle of the night, almost in the morning hours. It was my most precious gift. It was a gift from God. It was a human being given and delivered into my hands. And I just looked and looked and looked and looked. I could not get my eyes off Amanda because she was so beautiful, so precious. She was waited for 
prayed for and so forth. And I believe it was in the same way and it still is in the same way with our Lord. Because he sees our substance being yet unformed. He can simply not get his eyes off us because we are so beautiful made. The scripture says, being yet unformed, the days fashioned before me, when as yet there were none of them. God saw our substance, although we were not being born into a human form, into a human being here and released here on earth. He still saw us. God saw you. God saw me. Hallelujah. This is reason number one that he cannot forsake us. Reason number two is because there is no place here on earth where we can hide from the Lord. We all continue to read in Psalms 139. Let's read from verse 7 until 10. It says, Where can I go from your spirit? Or where can I flee from your presence? If I ascend into heaven, you are there. And if I make my bed in hell, behold, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me and your right hand shall hold me. There is no place here on earth where we can run away from the presence of the Holy Spirit. There's no way where you can hide. Even you try to go and travel to the uttermost parts of this earth. Even you try to hide in the sand. If you try to hide in a cave, you can never ever hide from His presence. And now it comes to my mind that even when Hagar the servant of Sarai tried to hide in the desert. She went to a lonely place, a place in the desert. She hide, tried to hide from her mistress, but she could not. God found her there in the desert. And Hagar expressed, has my eyes seen the one who calls my name? You and I can never run away from His presence. Even though we try really hard to, we can never ever run away from His presence. There's no place where we can hide. If I make my bed in hell, think of it, even in hell, you are there. When I feel that I am the darkest moment of my life, when I feel that I am literally in hell, I feel that I am in a place that is so dark that it is hell to me. Even there, you are for me. The reason number three that God will never and cannot forsake us is because of his blood covenant with us. Jesus simply cannot leave us nor forsake us because he has entered a blood covenant with us through his blood. It says in Hebrews 9, 14 to 15, 
How much more shall the blood of Jesus, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God, cleanse your conscience from dead works to serve the living God? And for this reason, he is the mediator of the new covenant by means of death for the redemption of the transgressions under the first covenant, that those who are called may receive the promise of the eternal inheritance because God has entered a covenant with us. He cannot forsake us. A covenant is a strong bond and it means that he got your back. Wherever you are, he's got your back. If we read about the covenants in the Old Testament, we can see that kings went into covenant with each other. That meant that they went to war together. They got each other's back in case of the enemy coming. They got each other's back to fight this enemy. And we can also read about Abraham. He entered a covenant with God. The blood was shed through his circumcision that Abraham circumcised himself and his family. And that was a covenant. He said, I'm entering a covenant with you. God has entered a covenant with us with the blood of Jesus, with the sacrifice of Jesus. There was blood shed for us that was the covenant with us. This was the sign that he entered a covenant with us. And for that sign, for that bloodshed, he cannot leave us. He cannot forsake us. God is in a covenant with you. He's a covenant with me. And that means that he will not ever, never, ever leave us nor forsake us because there is a strong bond together with God. The reason number four why the Lord cannot forsake us is this because of his eternal promise to us. Let's go to Matthew 28 and read from verse 18 through 20. And Jesus came and spoke to them saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always. I am with you always, even to the end of the age. What a wonderful promise. Jesus is with us always. Hallelujah. He is with us all the days of the week, all the hours of the day. He's always with us. He is with us 24-7, all the days of the year. There's no place where you can hide. And there's not a single second where you will be without Him being with you. Hallelujah. Reason number five why the Lord cannot forsake you is because of his faithfulness through generations. As he was with Moses, so he will be with Joshua. And we can go to Joshua chapter 1 and read verse 5 and verse 9. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life as I The Lord was with Moses, so I, the Lord, will be with you. I will not leave you nor forsaken you. And verse 9, have I not commanded you, be strong and of good courage. 
Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. What we have been seeing here in reason number four and reason number five is that number one, the Lord is with us always, even to the end of the age. It's talking about time. And also here in Joshua chapter 1, verse 9, it speaks about that the Lord is with us wherever. We cannot hide. Wherever we go, wherever nation we visit, no matter what time it is, if it's day or if it's night, we cannot run from His presence. And the Lord cannot simply forsake us. As reformers and pioneers, at times can feel it. God, did you really forsake me now? I feel so lonely. I feel like I don't feel your presence. I don't feel it. Your power, your anointing. Where are you, God? Many times we can ask questions. God, where are you? Did you forsake me? And the answer to that is no. He have never, will not, cannot forsake you at any time. He will always stand by you. He will always hold your hands. He will always lead you and guide you. When you feel alone, the Holy Spirit is there. When you feel like you are forsaken, God is there. He will not ever leave you nor forsake you. Father, I thank you that you will not forsake us at any time. I thank you for the covenant through you, the blood of Jesus Christ. I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you will never ever leave us nor forsake us wherever we are. If we go, if we try to run from you, you are there. If we try to hide from you, you always see us. The covenant screams out that I will never ever leave you nor forsake you. Father God, I thank you. I thank you for all the listeners, Father. I I pray that they will feel your anointing. I pray that they will feel your presence. I pray that they will feel that you are with them at all times in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to Reformation Scandinavia. If you have been blessed, please share this message. Make sure to rate and review on Apple Podcasts and don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen. We would love to stay connected with you. To receive our newsletter and to give to our ministry, go to reformationscandinavia.se. Maybe you have a relationship to Scandinavia. Send us an email and tell us more about it. Be blessed and we'll talk to you soon. Mm-hmm.